This episode of the Happy Hour is brought to you by... Video Games Monthly. You may have heard us talk about this one, but you have to check out Video Games Monthly. They're a monthly subscription service that delivers retro video games right to your door, and you never have to send them back. VGM is a must for gamers who love retro video games and are trying to build or rebuild their collection. Every month they send out a variety of games, both well-known retro favorites to the unique ones, to make sure you consistently get a well-rounded gaming experience. Video Games Monthly offers boxes of 3, 4, or even 10 games for any combination of NES, SNES, Nintendo 64, Sega Genesis, and both Game Boy and Game Boy Color. Take a look at their website at www.videogamesmonthly.com to sign up for your monthly variety of retro video games. And remember to tell them that the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. My name is Johnny Womack, and I've got my main man, Deuce. What's going on, brother? Hey, of course, this is the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Every episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce starts off with the Deuce salute. Yes, sir. <sighs> nice. Good times. I've been waiting for a minute nice. on Nice. Of course, those who just joined us, we are the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. We are a twice-weekly podcast dropping on Tuesdays and Fridays for your listening pleasure. And Deuce, uh, we'd love to have special guests with us, don't we? We do, we do, and we've got two of your good friends, Johnny, so yeah, I'm going to let you know. Michael and Elaine, welcome to the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hey. Yeah. And um, a little preface here. We're, this is our mega supernatural episode, and uh, our third member, Brandy Womack, will be joining us later, so yes. we'll be editing her in, splicing her in, all yeah. that audio magic later on. Yep. Of course, uh, Supernatural. Started back in 2005, Deuce. Yeah, it did. And it's now on its 11th season. Yep. So it's been running a long time. Now, you guys were talking in our pre-show meeting about it was the first show. It's the only show that's aired on WB that's still out that's now. That's still out now, yeah, because it, the last year they had the WB, uh, Supernatural got picked up as a mid-season replacement. And at the end of the season, they didn't know if it was going to make the merger because basically they had all the shows from UPN and they had all the shows from you know Warner Brothers and they were combining them so it was a big you know how do we think about it like a if two uh, pro football teams got together it's like we got to combine the rosters we can't keep all these players so um, th- it was one of the shows that actually stuck because they were really worried they were kind of on that bubble but it really the first season it broke out like people were talking about it social media was talking about it like it blew up pretty big pretty quick and it got a pretty big following pretty quick. And uh, well, yeah, the pilot itself, I think, it had uh, almost six million viewers. So oh yeah, it was pretty good for a pilot. As oh well, yeah, so especially on a on a lower tier network because you got to think CW isn't an ABC, it's not an NBC, it's not a you know CBS. Yeah, and so it's interesting for me because Brandy and I we actually joined the party really late. We we just no joke like a week ago and of recording. This is October 14th, 2015. We had just, like, a week prior caught up, like, right before the season 11. So we were just busting them out, like, watching, like, 10 episodes. I don't know, like, six, seven episodes a night. Like, no joke. We were just busting them out. And so we were just going through and watching and watching and watching and watching. And, w- and uh, we wanted to catch up for the, you know, season 11 premiere. And uh, 
my wife and she'll join later but she definitely uh is this is like her new favorite this is her jam like this is her show like she said she hadn't been in this invested in the show since buffy the vampire slayer and it's just like it's her show and like and i it was one of those things where i was like all right i'll check it out because think about it for the average male viewer how do you attract that demographic to supernatural because when you first hear about the show i'm gonna i'm not gonna lie here this is like my honest opinion when i saw supernatural like the trailers i'm like all right, this is just some hot dudes on. Uh, this is gonna be boring. I don't. I'm not gonna watch this. And of course, it, it always was in like in my peripherals, but I never wanted to watch it. And finally, once we started watching it, it wasn't until like season two that I really was like, all right, I'm in. I'm in for the long ride. So, uh, when was the first time you guys, uh, Michael and Lane? When was the first time you guys saw Supernatural? Uh, we watched it with the kickoff. Um, so we watched it all throughout. Now I'm personally love anything that deals with fantasy elements or supernatural things of that um so i was quite surprised that they uh were able to put something like that on tv i mean now i loved um when superman was doing his thing with clark kent with as tom welling um and they had their monster of the week going on but this in my opinion far surpasses what we used to see there um i really love their monster of the week version and uh but they tie in you know good storyline too i mean I'm sure we can talk all night about this because I, dude, holy cow! They even put religious elements into a show. How, how dangerous is that I to a public to to put out Lucifer, Michael showing them taking over possessions of bodies? Angels don't take possessed bodies. Number one, so it's like what? Well, and, before you know, all that, there's like all the demons and demons on TV used to be very uh, taboo. Yeah. Right. Like, even like you know, you see exorcists and stuff like that, and you're like, ooh. Then you see Supernatural, and there's these two boys and their brothers, and a lot of people can can relate to their characters, even though they're two people. There's mm-hmm. certain parts to each one of them that you can actually put yourself in their shoes. Like in my house, I'm Dean and Michael Sam. And that's just character relations, because if I was to go by favorite characters, then you know, I, I like Cass. Cass is oh okay. Is my- We'll get into Cass later on. We'll talk about his amazing introduction um, later on in season four. But it's interesting for me because once I started watching it, it season one was like with most shows, you kind of have to get through the first season, right? Typically. Yeah. No no show, in my personal opinion, really nails it in the first season. It's usually if they get picked up for a second season. And I, I equate this to Buffy as the same thing. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, that first season is very up and down, very shaky. But once you get into season two, you're like, all right, this is we see where this is going. And with Supernatural, when season two started, I was just, I was just on for the ride. And for me, you do get to see kind of other characters introduced later on that really become a mainstay in the show, like Cass and, and Bobby and all that. But for me, it's like the story is about Sam and Dean. That's the, it's their story. And oh, let's yeah. talk about these characters first. For people that yeah. don't know what Supernatural is, who is Sam and Dean, Deuce? Sam and Dean are two brothers. Uh, mm-hmm. Basically, uh, Dean uh, was the oldest brother. And uh, when they were pretty young, because uh, I know uh, Sam was super young, their mom died because <laughs> she'd been possessed by the oh, Eli. Let, let's, let's, let's put a, f- a spoiler warning. We're going to spoil lots of this show. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, this well, is a spoiler heavy. Super, yeah. So, yeah, it's spoiler I, I, heaven. I wanted to interject that real quick because I was like, "We're even going to talk about the season premiere." Yeah. 
Yeah, this is like episode one, season one we're talking about now, but we're going to go all the way up to like the season premiere of this season. So, yeah, this is your this is your one chance to like get off the train before <laughs> we like spoil everything. So, yeah, spoiler warning, yeah. spoiler alert, 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 spoilers. So, so anyways, back to that, uh, you know, Dean and Sam's mom die and uh, his their dad kind of raises them, but he becomes what they call a hunter which means he hunts demons and all kinds of mythological creatures and, and kills them because they're out living in the world among us so they don't hurt innocent people. Well, Dean ends up going to college and kind of starts a semi-real life, and Dean stays out on the road with, you know, their dad. Um, and then it's, I think it's episode one where he goes and gets him for college, and he's like, hey, we've got a, I've got a case and I need help with it, and that's kind of what kickstarts the ride. And gets you know, uh, Sam leaves college and well, goes his, on the road Sam's looking for his dad. That's well, what they were looking for. Right, his, well, their dad. Right. It's, it's well, his, Sam didn't want to leave at all. No, and no, no. He had a girlfriend and everything. And then the and, girlfriend and died. Rejected. Yeah. What was his yellow eyes? Yeah, the yellow, yellow eyed eyes. demon. Yeah. Yeah, and that was, and I, I, I remember that when we were watching, we actually tried Supernatural. Uh, was it? Back when Elena was, when she, my wife was pregnant with Elena, and my wife couldn't watch Supernatural because it was something about when she's pregnant and she watches scary things that really affects her, like physically. Oh, so really? Like, yeah. So uh, she she can elaborate on it later when she comes in. But like we were watching, we were like, all right, let's let's start this Supernatural business. So we started like two years ago, watching Supernatural on Netflix on season one, and we had to stop right when the mom went into the the ceiling and flames oh, yeah. she's like i can't that's watch this. like not even like two minutes no. into like the first episode <laughs> yeah so we tried like two years ago and it didn't work out it's a pregnant woman thing it's oh it's is it supposedly you're not supposed to see demonic things or evil entities or or like you know how they show children with deformities and things you're not supposed to see those things when you're pregnant because it affects the child it's a ah. pregnancy uh, superstition, but oh, most wow. of us do not want to play that game, so we'd uh, rather not. Well, I also have a story about that too. Is that um, yeah. she was pregnant with Aurora, my daughter, who we is didn't now know. she's now eight, but um, at the time she uh, was pregnant with her, and uh, we were watching Evil Dead. Yeah. And I love Evil Dead, and I was like, you know, we got to watch Evil Dead. Wait, and, interject. Uh, we didn't know I was pregnant yet. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, that was a little. That was yeah. yeah. We didn't know I was pregnant. That we was were the, watching that. the kicker. No, no pun intended on the kicker yeah. part. But uh, anyway, so we were watching, and it was uh, one of those gruesome parts, you know, where body the limbs get popped up. Chopped her arm, or <laughs> she's chopping someone, and it was just like want to throw up, and like basically the baby popped in the stomach. Did a kick, yeah. Yeah, oh, like wow. a jump, and I said, "What the heck was that?" <laughs> I says, "I'm good," and I've never been able to see that movie ever since. I just, I can't. Well. It's, <laughs> Especially since Evil Dead One is a lot more takes itself more seriously than Evil Dead Two. Oh yeah, Evil Dead Two is where it's the, more like a com. I mean, it's like a horror comedy. It's like a satire yeah. of a horror. Yeah, yeah like I Evil Dead Two, I think you would actually uh, like because it's. I, I love all of them. Army of the Dead's my favorite, of course, but yeah, Army of Darkness is awesome. Oh love yeah, it. my bad. Oh, thank you, Johnny, for that. <laughs> no worries. I, I tried to. I didn't say you were wrong, but I just <laughs> corrected you. So that's that's good. Good telecommunication here. Okay? Well, we're definitely gonna have to do here in a couple months once that new Ash versus the Evil Dead show comes out oh, on Stars. Gonna be awesome. We're gonna have to do a review of that because I'm so excited for that coming on Stars. Well, that's gonna be awesome. I mean, I even read the comic books. Like even uh, Marvel Zombies Universe, he's even in that. So yeah. It's pretty- 
So, sorry about that. Back on okay, track. Back, back, back to the brothers. No, we're, we're, we're we tangent here. Yeah. We're a conversational podcast. So, uh, but essentially, if you want to look at it this way, they're wanting to continue with the family business, so to speak, because they th- that's all they know. Like they grew yeah. up. This is their mom was taken from this. They know there's evil out there. They know. Yeah. And I love how the show, even till all the way to season 10, they were recapping past stuff, which yeah. is great. Like each season, you kind of get to recap their lives and who they were growing up. And I love the yeah. characters they got for the young Sam and Dean. They are yeah. fantastic. And it's important. It's important to recap in every season, I think, because like in any good story, um, you don't just forget your past. Your past is what's bringing you into your future and the steps you're taking. Uh, Like later on in the seasons when one brother dies and one brother's determined to bring that one back. And now this one dies. and He's like, no, you're not supposed to bring me back, but he wants to do it, too. It's this constant battle. They can't let go of each other. They're their love well, of family. I wanted to say, yeah, I was going to say that because you mentioned that in the beginning about the shows about the brothers, but really it's about family. Um, I think the show really emphasizes on the importance of family. Even in this last season, season 10, um, they even said that, you know, about how important family is. Sam was, was uh, making that very important. So. Well, yeah, and a character that we meet later on the line, Bobby, one of my favorite lines he has uh, is family doesn't yes. end with blood. And right. I think that that's, like, really important because there's people you meet in your life. Like, me and Johnny are the perfect example. We're not blood-related, but we have a very strong brotherly bond, and we watch out for each other. So I think in your life and along your travels in life, you pick people up along the way that you kind of make your family. You kind of, in a yep. lot of ways, pick your own family. And I think that that was really cool, kind of like how Bobby did with the boys because in a lot of ways Bobby was – more of a father to them than their father was because I think he was there right. for them more when they were younger. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I also think it's it's strange for me because I'm, I'm looking through the synopsis because, uh, Michael, you have it up as well, the Wikipedia. I kind of want to touch on uh, – obviously, we're, we're being very general throughout the whole show, but like I want to kind of hit some of your favorite episodes of each season. And I think – Oh, okay. I, I'm looking at right now because I'm looking through the Wikipedia, and I'm, I'm thinking that once episode three of season one really hit – I think that kind of really the, – the basic premise is there's uh, they're sent to Wisconsin because there's been uh, people disappearing, right? And it mm-hmm. happens to do with the lake. And you also get a uh, – Andrea is a character that's played by Amy Acker who was uh, in uh, Angel, right? So, right. like, we kind of got to see some of that WB uh, 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 camaraderie there, kind of bring some people over. Yeah, yeah, so that was kind of cool. But I felt like it was – they kind of really got the – really got the bond because they were really kind of helping each other out and I think that was the first episode they really were like alright we're actually pretty good at this you know we make we mess up we do stupid things and we're still young and we're brothers and we still have this kind of animosity towards each other but they kind of put that to the side for the case for the job quote unquote as they call it, the job Yeah. and I feel like yeah. that episode it was uh, a really good episode and I, I that was one of the episodes I'm, I really enjoyed um we're not going to go through every single episode of each season, obviously, but I'm just kind of looking through here. Like, there's some really off-the-wall ones, like the Bloody Mary episode was really weird in season one. Um, and it really creepy, too, at the end when the creature comes through the mirror. Um, it just you guys have any favorite episodes in season one? Any creature that comes through a mirror is scary, Johnny. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's <laughs> true. <laughs> um, oh. And then it's just weird, like Hook Hookman. I mean, I don't know. Like, that was really weird. Like, I, I, I just did some really strange ones. And I'm just looking down yeah. the list. The name of the episodes in season one is just strange. Hookman, Bugs, 
uh, Home. Home is actually a really, really yeah. good episode where they go back to the house, but someone else is living into it. Living in it. You guys remember that one? And the first. It's old, but yes. Yeah, yeah. So that that one was really cool because um, Sam's having nightmares, uh, essentially, uh, of a family being attacked, and that's when you first get to see Sam really having these visions. Because obviously, something's different about Sam, right? There's something with this guy. And Since the beginning. Since the beginning, yeah. So he ha- definitely has some abilities, if you will, some that we're unsure of. Yeah. And he's his awakening. Yeah, they kind of touch on that little by little as the show goes on that without, like, going too deep into it, they want to show that Sam maybe is born some sort of psychic or uh, right. influenced by the demon that was, you know, part of his mother's life. Yeah. Yeah. Which you get to see later on why. Yeah, it's it, for me, I feel like with... With that first season, it, with most first seasons, you're tr- it's very exposition heavy. You want to be able to set up the characters, who the characters are, why they're there, what they're doing has purpose, and also the world around them. And I, I think that's one of the things with season one is you, you know this world around them is just chaotic, like straight oh, yeah. from the jump. You're just like, you saw your mom in the first episode. You saw your, Sam's girlfriend do the same thing. You're just like, all right, this this world is uh, a scary place to be in. I would not want to yeah. be there. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of people that are oblivious, though. People don't like they see, they think strange things are going on, but they don't really know. And there are people that are just oblivious to it. They they have no idea that this is going on in their backyard, so to speak. So well, it reminds me of like people when, let's say, like when you see those uh, movies of vampires or show of vampires, and you're like, oh, I want to die, I want to be just like you. And you encounter the same people in Supernatural. They're like, yeah, I want to be a hunter, and then they realize they got to kill their own like sister or dad or something because they are a monster and all of a sudden they're like oh i don't think i really want to do this anymore it's like it's it's vicious they can't decide just because they're family to take them out but but then again sam and dean will always give each other that excuse they will find a way to fix each other yeah regardless yeah i agree i i feel like with and that's one thing that and that i I've always tried to like figure out because the, obviously they love each other. They're brothers, and they're, they're they've gone through a lot throughout all the seasons. They, I mean, throughout these last ten years, eleven years, they've gone through a lot. Obviously, physically, mentally, spiritually, the whole shebang. And I feel like the only time you ever hear them say they love each other, and that was something I've always kept attuned. Like the actual, obviously they love each other. The actions, but with physically saying, Sam says it in season ten. You know, we all love you, to Dean, and I'm just like. That's like first time they've ever actually he's ever said the word love to Dean, you know, and I, and like, I don't know, like, yeah. would it be cheesy if it, you know what I mean? In retrospect, like, oh, like the whole Star Wars thing where you know Empire Strikes Back, where where uh, um, Princess Leia is telling Han Solo, "I love you," and, and and they they would do this take where he'd be like, "I love you too." It just came off really weird and cheesy. So on one rare take, he goes, "I know." And that's what stuck in the sh- in the movie, right? But with the yeah. show, I wonder, like, if if you've ever, you know, it might come off really yeah. weird and cheesy, unless it's yeah. in a really, I don't know, maybe it could be good, well done, in like a a really dark and maybe at the end or something like See, that. See, I've always taken yeah. it the other way. I always thought they didn't tell each other that they loved each other because then, like, the fan fiction world would like explode. <laughs> so I thought they were like, you know what? Let's just. They don't need. Yeah. We know that they love each other. They don't need to be like, yeah. "I love you" and all that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and plus, Dean's Dean's hardcore, man. Dean's oh, like yeah. a man's man. Like, I don't even right. think he tells the girls he's with that he loves them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's just too well, hardcore yeah. for that. 
how do you got how do you two describe Sam and Dean? Like how, like let's do that real quick. Like Dean, for example, how would you to, if someone's saying, "Hey, who is Dean?" How would you guys describe Dean to the to somebody? Uh. Mr. Macho Man. I put you guys on the spot, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> He's Mr. Bit. Macho Man. He's he's a man's man, but he is he does have that teddy bear side to him, but he's really afraid to show that because, you know, the lifestyle he's grown up with doesn't allow him to be soft because every time he tries to be just a little bit soft, everything goes south really fast. So he's figured to just shut himself up. He's a really closed personality. He does love, I mean, he loves so more than Sam does. I think, I think Dean actually can actually love more than Sam and he just has to shut it away. So he acts like this real macho, you know, I eat pie, I drink beer, I take all the women you know, where's my beer and my pie? And it's like, okay, buddy, and, and my baby's my car, and don't eat in it, and I'll kill you. And so This is Elaine's description. Yeah, this I is know. her favorite character, so I'm letting her go on that. But see, if you ask me, I would do it in one word. <laughs> I, I would say, well, it, I, I guess I would describe it, he's an ass. <laughs> that's, 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 yeah, that pretty much sums it well, up. Let, let's, let's, but, let's break this out real quick, because, so Elaine, you're Team Dean, right? Like that's and you're in and Michael, you're Team Sam. Right. Deuce, who are you? Oh, you know who I am. I'm Team Dean because in this podcast, I think you could sum us up easily with the two characters. I'm Dean because I've got like ten tons of PTSD and I'm kind of an ass. And Johnny (laughs) is Sam because he's the smart one who knows how to think through a situation and like, hey, maybe we should use some of our PR skills. And I'm like, no, fuck that. We're going to kick the door in and we're just going to do this. We're going to do this my way. Just kick it on in. That's right, Deuce. That's right, Deuce. It's like, we're just going to kick the door in and they're going to like us. And if they don't like us, then fuck them. And Johnny's like, well, you know, sometimes it's it's good to use a little PR. (laughs) That's funny. It's not nice to kick in doors. It depends. Well, here's the thing. See? I actually agree. I agree with Deuce's synopsis there of the two of us. But oh, like hardcore. I'm actually, I'm actually Team Dean. Believe it or not, uh, I love really? Dean. Yeah, I love Dean because he actually, I think he shows love more than Sam does. I, I actually feel like you see him cry more on screen. You see him show elicit emotion yeah. more. Sam's very stoic at times, and especially during season six, which we'll get into later, when Sa- soulless Sam. Like Sam, just sometimes he's very analytical. Like he's over, he thinks all the time, constantly. That's kind of like uh-huh. me. I'm very analytical too. So I kind of yep. equate to Sam better. But I just I like the the juxtaposition of like Dean's character because like it's a yin and a yang to both of them. They both feel different. If they were both the same, I don't think you would have set the dynamic wouldn't be there. And I, that's what I love about right. Sam and Dean. They're so different from one each other. So we'll have to wait oh, till yeah. Brandy comes back so we can split this into the podcast. But does that make her our cast or our Bobby? Who, <laughs> Brandy? Yeah. Because that's tough, man. Because I think in a lot of ways she's our Bobby. I was going to say. Because she, she covers a lot for us. Like, remember the episode Weekend at Bobby's where he was just sitting there and he had three different phones? One said, like, FBI. Uh-huh. One said, like, uh, I think Fish and Wildlife Commission. And one said something <laughs> yeah. else. That's how Brandy has to be. But usually instead of telephones, it's kids. It's like, <laughs> all right, I got to watch the kids. I got to make sure that the kids are okay. So you guys could go have your fun time in the back and try and get some bills paid. Yeah, I agree with that, actually. Damn it, Sam! Yeah, idiots. Yeah, yeah. Well, you you got called an idiot earlier tonight, so yeah. So yeah, I think Bobby is pretty on point. <laughs> I I was really sad when Bobby is gone. I, yeah. I cried. That was the one I think that hit me the hardest out of everything because 
I related to him a lot because being from the South and everything, he reminded me a lot of, like, some of my uncles and stuff that took care of me as yeah. a kid. And, like, I looked up to Bobby. Like, that was a character I looked up to. And, like, once he left, it was like, oh, man, now they're really screwed because they don't have that father figure anymore. Now they're on their own. And it was like, ooh, this is going to be bad. Well, and you can tell it gets bad. Oh, it yeah, does. it got bad fast once he was gone. Real fast. Yeah. Well, it's funny because, like, I'm looking at some of the episode synopsis of, of season one, and I'm, like, sitting here like, ah, oh, I forgot about this. Like, that's just kind of cool to go through when I'm – you guys are talking, I'm chatting, I'm look, re- reading through the thing. I'm like, oh, that's right, Meg was introduced in season yep. one. And I actually really liked the – I like the original I like the original Meg. Yeah, Meg A. Favorite. I yeah. loved Meg. And, but it was also the first time that Sam and Dean realized there's a hierarchy with demons because mm-hmm. they're like, all right, w- w- Meg is powerful, first of all. And they're like, w- she's – really strong and she's really smart quick on her feet and she's not going to be killed with the normal you know uh vamp you know the way i'm said vampire <laughs> sorry if you watch too much buffy um the the norm the normal uh you know uh like you said the uh exorcism or whatever holy water. sorry i'm getting a brain part water and they did a lot of cutting heads off a lot of cutting yeah, yeah. a lot of blood yeah, so, like, I loved Meg. I thought she was really interesting because she was always out for number one. Like, she would kind of play the both fields, like, all right, I'll help you out. Oh, uh, you know, I've got something you need. You know, like the, the weapon, the, the sword. The or pig sticker. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but she had, like, you know, she knew a few things, you know, and, like, and they were, they would, I always felt like that's something that Sam was also kind of a, something that he was in trouble with. It was, like, he kind of went too far sometimes to get what he needed, and I felt like he... I don't know the whole thing with him and um, what's the other demon that was uh, he plays his wife in real life. Uh, oh, the one that really is his wife, the one he married. Yeah, I know uh, Ruby. Ruby. Yeah. So how like Ruby. Sam and Ruby kind of like he didn't care, and I feel like Sam has this thing that Dean can't do. I feel like Sam can just shut it down. Like he can be like, all right, I don't care if I need to go tell someone to kill themselves and get a crossroads demon. They're like, I'm gonna do it, and I don't think yeah. Dean has that in him, and I, and I feel like right. that's another thing that. Sometimes you get mad at Sam. You're just like, dude, why are you holding this in? Why are you – you yeah. get so mad at him. Like, he's just doing these things oh, behind yeah. his ba- uh, Dean's back. You're just like, this w- This whole season w- – A, this season wouldn't have been as long, first of all, because you have all the stuff they're doing behind each other's back. But, B, it's like if you told him told him in episode two, they would have ironed it out, and this season would have been like five episodes long. You know? W- which season are you talking about? He's talking about the first <laughs> Which season are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, we're still on season one. Season. We still haven't gotten to season two yet. Yeah, we're still Dude, yeah. Season, no, I'm, season I'm asking one. because yeah. in season ten, I was cursing at the screen oh, yeah. so loud. I was so mad at Sam. I was like, "You idiot!" Yeah. In those like, last episodes. Have you not learned anything? You don't do that, you know. Well, well, and I think that might be because since um, Sam again, we'll touch on that. Is he was more influenced by the demon than his brother. And so maybe that's something that's just removed from his character since he was made. That's true. And that's just yeah. the fault yeah. of his. Yeah, because he, since he was a baby, he was a baby when his yeah. mom died. So, and that's when, yeah, the yellow-eyed demon had put his yeah. blood yeah, into Sam. Sam so. Yeah, yeah and So he'll always have that. So he'll always have that demon character about him, that's even true. though he doesn't mean to. That's well, what demons are like, right? They're conniving, they're sneaky, they go behind your back, and right. they're going to do whatever times- how many times did Ruby and Meg, like, just, oh, we're going to help you guys out, and then whoop, pull the rug out from underneath them, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, but I agree. And, and just to cap off with season one, season one mainly, you guys talk about Yellow Eyes. Azazel's his name, right? Azazel. And, yeah. Oh, thank you. So I was looking yeah. at the names here. I'm like, all right, his name is Azazel. But the whole thing is trying to find out, like, 
what happened that time and and the and there's the episode I'm trying to see in season one, um, where their dad was really captured. Th- well, their dad was I captured. Really uh, called what? Devil's Trap was the name of the episode. Um, and what Meg dies. Spoilers, like we said in the beginning. Um, and she reveals, you know, essentially where John's whereabouts are. And the it isn't weird because this this show was shot on British uh, Columbia, right? Vancouver, right? And yeah. they always end up going to like the Midwest, which I wonder if that's just because that's what a lot of like I've never been to Canada, but I wonder if that's, there's a lot of fields and plains there because they're always going to Nebraska, they're always going to Missouri, uh-huh. Kansas. There's always like these little Midwest Western countries. Yeah. Deuce, I don't know if you have anything to chime in on that, but like, oh yeah, I didn't know that so much of Canada could look like American flyover states. Like it's ridiculous. <laughs> He said flyover states. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, because really, and that's no why. Offense, I, no offense. Yeah, no offense, <laughs> yeah. but I think that that's why they use those states a lot. Because seriously, like, how many of us, uh, out of the four of us, how many of us have been to Kansas or Nebraska or Missouri? I've never been. I've have been you? by Nebraska, well, but my wife is from Nebraska. Thank okay. you very much. So, it. I've it's been to Nebraska. I've been in Nebraska, and there's nothing there. It's just corn, man. It's, it's seriously it's just corn. That's not true. There's, it's all fields. There's lots of tractors. There's <laughs> maybe one McDonald's. Beautiful stargazing, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, true. Uh, I've been there. Um, and uh, But Brandy does not miss it. She loves She loves Florida. She loves here. Uh, yeah. But th- it's true because in those Midwestern states, they're, it's very agricultural-based. And the population is dense in certain areas, but also this is nothing. There's a lot of wa- uh, wildlife there as well, you know, yeah. animal, you know, cattle and all that stuff. But it's also in that area that Kansas and and Can- uh, Nebraska area is very. What is it? The uh, Tornado Alley is yeah. down there. Yes. Yeah. So you have a lot of like it's windy all the time and everything like that. But I don't. I guess British Columbia looks like Midwest. I don't uh, know. Yeah, because like every time you see it, because you know, of course, we all know Supernatural is all filmed in Vancouver yeah. and the Canadian, the Canadian outback or whatever you want to call it out there. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, but it all looks like it's like we're in Nebraska, and we're in Missouri, and if you if I didn't know that they filmed it in Canada, I'd be like, damn, they went live on location in Kansas, you know. Because you know, most people I think that watch unless they live in those states have no clue what those states look like. So it all just kind of looks the like, same. What part of Kansas that is? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, if we we would be remiss if we didn't talk about the main like focal point of season one is that they're going to get the cult right, the original cult oh, yeah. that can uh-huh. kill a demon right, dead, straight dead. Right. And and that was the thing was they. The, uh, they had an awesome episode. I don't remember the name of it, even though I have no notes here. But there's an episode where they go back and they have to find the original Colt, the guy who made the gun. Remember back in the past? And oh, our- and they, that was one of like the first or second time travel episodes. Yeah, that was like season seven or eight. Like that was after the five. Well, no, it may have been before season the- one. It was season one. Season one, episode twenty. Yeah. Dead man's blood. Yep, that's it. Yeah, the and. Cult. Yeah, and so like, but the also uh, the 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 finale of season one is where we first get introduced to Bobby, because obviously John was captured, uh, their dad. So they yeah. ha- they didn't have anyone. They they had people that because they had their little black book, if you will, his little black book. Yeah, his notebook. And they'd always re- where they'd always go back to it, and they had different names and contacts of hunters. So they kind of knew because Bobby was in their life. So they had people that they knew, the hunters they could trust. Uh, who's the other black hunter who's, who's oh, great? Oh, yeah, I know exactly oh, what you're talking about, but I forget his name. He was awesome. Not it, Rufus. Not Rufus. Is that it? No. It might be Rufus. It, but, yeah, that guy He's was awesome. so awesome. He was yeah. so great. I loved him. Uh, but the whole po- the, the way season one ends, 
is literally with the with the crash. Like they're in yeah. the they're in baby and the semi truck hits them right. Yeah. Because Sam did not end up killing Azazel. He shoots him in the leg or whatever, and he gets away. So going into season two, I did you guys have to wait in between seasons when yeah. you watched it? Yeah, you yeah. had to wait. You had to wait all yeah. summer. And here's the thing that really sucked for us. Like it ends with the car crash and you know that they're all three in baby knocked out you don't know if they're alive dead whatever and it's a nasty looking crash and we didn't know if we were getting season two like that because like i said that was during the cw uh when cw started when warner brothers and upn kind of merged and they had upn had a lot of shows that we thought we were going to keep uh cw had a lot of shows and they didn't know which ones they were going to keep so it was really, if you were a Supernatural fan, you were, like, looking all over the internet. You were trying to figure out, like, all right, is it coming back? And then finally we got word that, okay, we're getting season two. And then everybody's like, whew, okay, I can breathe a sigh, sigh of relief now. I'm actually going to get to find out what happened. Because there was a time there where we thought that could be the very last episode ever of Supernatural. Yeah. Oh, we Which got a pause totally here. Sad. Let's see if Brandy is able to join us now. Brand, dude. Brandy is like that's her that's her jam. Okay, so that was the end of season one, guys. We're gonna take a small break and we'll, get back. we'll be talking about more of. back with the happy hour of Johnny and Deuce and of course we're joined by our amazing friends Michael and Elaine. Uh, this is our big Supernatural episode. As I put on my calendar at work, it's a Supernatural Super Show. Supernatural Super Show. And of course our third member, Brandy Womack, has now joined us. Yay! Yay! Yay. So Brandy is... Yay! Yay. <laughs> and the kingdom rejoiced. Yes. Uh, we're, of course we left off with the big crash, uh, semi hitting the truck and then all of a sudden Sam, or Dean is unconscious in the hospital and and of course we are introduced to uh out of body experience from dean and he, he actually get you get to meet our first reaper so uh and i yes. forget her name do you remember her name brandy? tessa see brandy's really good i know with the, everything brandy's really good at the name Don't so even worry. that's why she's here she's our companion yeah, he can what, put, he can put what, his phone up now i can put my phone up now. what could you not remember from talking about season one yeah. No, we figured everything out. We, got we also figured out you're our Bobby. Yeah, <laughs> you're our Bobby. The Bobby. <laughs> yeah, because you're the one that has to like watch all the kids and like take yes. care of everything while we're Jesus doing Christ. work. So yeah. yeah, I need I need to put this in there, guys. That we haven't seen season one since ten years ago. Yeah. So this is like what? recapping yeah. and remembering. It's. Like, it, we grew up with these guys, literally. Yeah, like I did too, and that's the thing. Like I was explaining it to Johnny. Like I watched <laughs> it all, the original as run happening. as it was happening. And when you grow up with these people, like you form a really tight bond with them. Because at least I can say personally, like I remember times in my life and things I was going through, and how it was like reflected on the show, and how you kind of bond with the characters through that. If that yeah. makes any sense, like if you're going yeah. through a tough time, and maybe that show was something that was helping you through it. Like, you kind of bond with it that way. Totally. Oh, yeah. And, and, and the, when I was the actors on the show, Jensen uh, and Misha and Jared, they're very big into, you know, like, absolutely wanting to, you know, help people go through there. You know, uh, 
Jared uh, Padalecki. He has his yes. Always Keep Fighting campaign. Um, yep. And uh, Misha Collins, he's uh, big with um, Random Acts, and he's also big with Gishwa's uh, Greatest International Scavenger Hunt the world has ever seen. Um, so they're really cool people, you know, off of the camera, but that's something that they all like, because I watch, um, a lot of the cons, videos of the cons that they do, because they do cons three months out of the year, every, every year. And that's something that they always say, you know, how much they love that, the fact that, you know, this show that they're, that they do, um... What? It's on. Okay, sorry. That, uh, yeah, they I lo- can hear her. They love that the fact that there's this show that they do, it touches so many people's lives and helps so many people, and that's more rewarding than just about anything else. You know, they've said that a 100,000 times. You know, so yeah. Yay. <laughs> it is important. I, yeah. 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 I agree completely. And the when I was doing research for... Um, the uh, painting here that I did and I had to look up pictures of them like I said we haven't watched it in 10 years the mm-hmm. season 1 I saw Babyface Sam oh, and oh Babyface I was like oh my god yes. were they really that they yes. were Babyface oh, I'll like, tell you what, what it's, happened? it's my uh, usually if I have to stay home from work sick you know most people like eat their you know grilled cheese sandwiches and take their tomato soup and they watch Wheel of Fortune well I watch Supernatural <laughs> because it's on TNT they have like 3 or 4 repeats <laughs> in the middle of the day so whatever I'm yeah, homesick, I'm at home with Supernatural, and like I'll see like season one and season two episodes, and it's like, damn, they were babies, like they were babies. kids, babies. Yeah. Well, like their ages on the show in season one, uh, Sam is 22 and Dean is 26, and the actual actors themselves, I think, were 23 and 27, if memory yeah. serves. Yeah. So they're really, really close to the actual ages that they play on screen. Um, and so, yeah, the dudes, good. these guys have aged 10 years. They've aged well, but damn, have they been through some shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. They yeah. have. And speaking of going, going through some shit, Dean is in a coma, right? So we yes, meet, we back to back what's to going on two. in season two. Uh, wow. We're not going to hit every single episode of all the seasons, but we're just going to hit, like, the key points here. Uh, nice segue, right? You like that? Yeah. I, I yes. know you like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow. Yeah, good time. That good was time. masterful. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, but we get to introduce uh, t- Tessa. Tessa, the which Reaper. Which is the Reaper, which we see her actually several times throughout the course of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's the first time you really get to see, like, Dean's trying to, like, grab things, and he can't grab anything. And he's trying to, like, note, he's trying to get Sam's attention in a way. Almost like like a ghost, right? He's trying to like all right. He's trying to Patrick Swayze, it, brother. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And uh, so, um, you just showed your age there. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mine too. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so the in the whole basic point of this is Azazel wants the gun. He wants the Colt. And yes. It, but John wants to save Dean, right? But the only way they're able to do that is with an agreement. Azazel will. will take John's life and the cult in order to save Dean. So what ends up happening, uh, obviously, Brandon, ahead of time, this is major spoilers. We're talking about Yeah, we about already everything. said that. Yeah, so everyone well, listening, yeah. major spoilers. So it ends up that Dean wakes up in the hospital, and they find out you know, the, the, their dad is dead, right? He's, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. dead. Yeah. Uh, and the cult's gone. Because so John traded his life for Dean's. Exactly. He made the deal. Yeah. And so the cycle begins. Oh. The first of many... 
Uh, the first of many deaths, right? Uh, in no. this, uh, I meant more the first of many times I'm going to trade my a life. A Winchester for yours. has traded yeah. a life for a s- another Winchester. Yeah, yeah. over and over. Do we not learn? No. no, we don't learn. It does make me wonder about those crossroads. Is it like multiple crossroads, or just one that has like a <laughs> bunch of dirt that's been dug up over and over again? You know, it's always the same looking crossroads. It is, isn't it? Well, they're similar. How many yeah. crossroads do you think they got in Canada? It's not like they got I, a lot to choose from. They're like, oh, right. we've only got I like four. I think it's generally, you know, a, they look, the, they they all look similar, probably because you know you don't want to be summoning a crossroads demon in the middle of a major intersection, so you got to go find a. That would suck because you need a jackhammer to actually complete the job. So that's right. true. Good point. Right, but what I'm saying <laughs> you is you got to mess up businesses at two different you know. Starbucks. You know, you can't be doing all that. You can't be doing all that. <laughs> So, yeah, I think that's why they all look uh, fairly similar is because, you know, they're going for the whole deserted, yeah. not well-used crossroads like, road. Like they might run into, like, an Amish, maybe. Yeah. Maybe, perhaps. <laughs> Hitching Jesus, up your buggy. Can you imagine, can you imagine a crossroads demon in Amish country? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Forget the bike. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what's cool about... Uh, Season two is we get to be in, we get introduced to two of my favorite characters, uh, Ellen and Joe. Right, like those those two characters are. Oh yeah, the Roadhouse. Yeah. At the Roadhouse episode, right, where they meet them at the again, the, no Patrick Swayze. Yeah, yeah, uh, at the bar, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Ellen and Joe end up becoming really integral part of the show, uh, especially through the first five seasons. Uh, they become like kind of like their, uh, you know. Surrogate mom and sister, yeah, kind of. Exactly, and uh, I really love them, and uh, obviously very sad. Um, we'll talk about it later when their passing happens. But what's very important about that episode is the introduction of of the crossroads demon, uh, and the whole crossroads there, because um, like that's that's the problem. Uh, here, I'm looking at my notes here. Um, I thought you were going to talk about the introduction of that sweet, sweet mullet. I'm telling you what, man, that dude's hair game is on point. I love that dude. I love that actor and everything that he's ever been in. But yeah, particularly the character of Ash. He's just I respect his hair game. (laughs) That is one nice Tennessee top hat. (laughs) I love how like he's like be all all, he's like come back in twenty three hours. (laughs) <laughs> and they're like, really? 23 hours? <laughs> Just like randomly be like, yep, I'll have the answers to all your problems in seven more hours <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> but that set up a great dynamic with the with the cast. And I, I feel like you, you really got to see like this becomes a family for them. Like, you know, with Bobby introduced later on and other characters. And was it Rufus? Did Rufus was the black guy. That was guy. his name. We did yeah. get it right. We, were right. we couldn't remember what his name was, but Rufus. We didn't know if we got the name right or if Johnny was just being racist. <laughs> we were trying to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, but as I'm looking through so looking through the notes here, it's funny because in you get the – also, season two is a big season because it introduces a lots of different lore out there as well. Because obviously we're the first time we get we get to see a reaper. The first time we actually get to see like quote unquote vampires. Yeah. And no, we saw vampires in season one. Was it season? Yeah, one? season one you and saw vampires. I know werewolves. I, I, I know werewolves. I know for a fact it was season one you saw vampires because I think that's when they had to call John in when they finally got a hold of Dad was when they started finding the vampires. It could be. Yeah. Uh, but w- but season two uh, introduces the 
quote unquote yeah. friendly uh, friendly vampires. Where uh, yeah. Amber Benson, Lenore. who is also a, a, another Buffy uh, cast member, yeah, she comes in as the Lenore, Lenore, yeah, as a vampire that doesn't want to uh, feed on humans, and that was a thing that Sam and Dean did not understand, did not, does not compute. Like, how could a vampire not want to feed on a human? And so, like, you kind of found out later it's on. It's neat because then they start to, like, question, you know, their right methods and stuff. Like, know? are all, quote-unquote, demons. Not all monsters are necessarily monstrous. Yeah. So, like, it kind of gives you that question mark of, like, hey, because the whole thing was kill first, ask questions later, or don't ask questions at all. So, like, it's now they're kind of, like, it kind of gives you that, that moral ambiguity there where, like, are you evil because you're born evil or are you evil because you want to be evil? It's very, you know, it's a, it's I think it's very, that becomes a very big thing later on. Uh, fast forward all the way to season 10. I, here's Dean, uh, you know, where he's choosing to be a, almost, he, he almost chooses to be evil. Like, cause he didn't have to kill some people that he killed, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, so yeah, yeah, you just because you're born, I don't know. I like just because you're born a monster doesn't mean you have to be a monster. He's in, he's all through season ten with the mark of Cain. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's affecting him. Like, oh yeah, like, it is affecting him. But like he was presented with choices. If you remember, yeah. like I don't know how far spoilers we want to get. Full spoilers. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, so then he's in uh, back at the bunker with the Steins and they're you know Frankenstein. The Stein family, and there's the the young high school kid who didn't do anything. And he told him, he's right. like, you know, I'm, I'm not like my family. I don't want to do any of this, you know, and, and Dean killed him anyway. Right, and I can understand where he's like, better safe than sorry. You're a Stein, and you're going to end up being like them at some point in time in your life, so screw you. Only Bang. because they've gone through so many right. other situations <clears throat> where they, in some show episodes, they have decided to let someone live. And it bit him in the ass, right. Right. Later on, it bit him in the ass. Well, so. they yeah. just joked about that at the season premiere of this uh, season. He's like, I know this is going to bite me in the ass, but okay, we'll let you go. And mm-hmm. I'll be yeah. damned if it didn't try and right. bite him in the ass. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And, of course... <laughs> Uh, my favorite to this date, my favorite episode ever in Supernatural is in season two. I talk about it every time Brady and I start a new season up. This nothing is beaten Croatoan. Uh, which he is, loves that episode. Which is episode nine of season two. Which for those at home, Croatoan is a much a demonic plague that hits affects you know affects yeah. people. And makes them kind of like, uh, kind of like uh, zombies, zombies, essentially. Crazy speed, dom- like crazy zombies. speed zombies or whatever. And that episode blew me away to this day. I go back and rewatch that episode, just because it is shot differently. It's the way they present, like the title screen, the way they just introduce everything is totally different. And like over dramatic faces, like it seemed like they're holding on mm-hmm. like just faces, like it almost feels like it's almost like a satire of a zombie film, and mm-hmm. like purposely done. And just that episode, you have that moment where you're in the hospital and you don't know who is infected. And then Sam and Dean are, are pretty much introduced to the point where who do they kill or do they just kill everybody? Because we don't know who to trust. And, like, it, it really just pulled me and grabbed me. And I, I never, I've never forgotten about that, that episode. It's probably my favorite episode of the entire series. Croatoan is a must-watch for anyone that, you know, is curious about the Supernatural show. It is a great standalone episode, uh, which I like. But it's essentially the descendants of Roanoke Colony, I guess. Um, 
they came over and they brought the plague, I guess, the demonic plague over. But it's just an awesome episode. It's it's a great standalone episode that you, that actually doesn't really carry the show on. Like they refer to Croatoan later on in the series, but the actual main story plot doesn't really like it's a great standalone. So um, I wouldn't call it a filler, but it's 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 a must watch. Really, really good. Sweet. So Croatoan. Your favorite episode says that that's when um, Dean pulls off to the side and starts to reveal to Sam what the dad said before he passed. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there is a there. That's one thing that Brandy and I noticed when we because we watched a bunch of episodes in a row, right? Like to catch up, and yeah, even a quote unquote filler episode will be filler all the way through to the last five minutes. So you and can't skip like, it. No, you no. can't skip a filler <laughs> episode with Supernatural. But no. Because they'll do the last five minutes, they'll they'll do something very important to the story, you know. So you can't skip it. So yeah, that that's true. He does kind of reveal to him about that, um, because we all know, you know, spoilers obviously. Uh, Sam has demon blood, right? And so that affects him because we we kind of got to see some of that flashbacks. He's starting to get abilities, and and I don't know if this is this season, Brandy. You'll have to recap with me. But when does he start to be able to move objects and stuff? Like when was that? Like he's in a closet or something. What was that? Do you remember? Like when s- when Sam starts to use the telekinesis, cry, yeah. um, well, it really does it in season four, and I think he s- starts on season three. Season yeah, three. season three it starts up because season three at the end of season three, Lilith is going to kill Sam, and she tries to shoot him with that ball of demon fire or whatever the hell it is, right. and it doesn't do anything to him. So yeah, it's it, yeah he definitely starts up on season three. I don't think he starts doing shit with the mind control stuff on season two yet. Well, it because w- part of season two is Azazel <coughs> pretty much is saying, hey, I've I have a master plan. I've gone through and infected all these different kids throughout. And I want them to be bi- kind of like my, my force, my tour of force. Be soldiers, right? Soldiers, soldiers, exactly. Yeah. And he infected Sam with it, and so like he wants to have Sam. And don't they do in in this season where they battle it out with the with all of his people, like where, and that's where Sam dies, right? What it, season, season two? Season two. Sam dies. Yeah. Season two. Yeah. So yeah, and so what and is it? Dean sells his soul to bring Sam back, um, and then at the end of season three, the you know. The blood uh, hellhound comes and kills Dean while, and then, you know, while Lilith tries to shoot Sam with the ball of demon fire or whatever it is. And uh, and then Dean goes to hell. Yeah, so they, like we said earlier uh, when we started this, it, they do the whole, I want to die for you, I'll do this in exchange for that. Over and like, over and over, over again. Over and over again. And it's like, it gets to the point where, you know, towards the end of season 10, there were like, Sam's ready to die for good, you know, like when Dean's about to swing the death's blade or whatever, the scythe or whatever, and it's just like Sam's like accepting his fate, you know, like that's it, twice though because I think the season prior to that he was in the cabin and remember when he had to go inside his head and he was ready just to give up then too. True. Yeah. Yep. That's excellent. Yeah. Excellent point because like yeah, I, Sam. I, Sam seems like he's really tired these days. Like he's. Well, I think Sam just realized that. Of course, spoiler, we saw the last episode before we saw the season 11 uh, close to each other. And you just see that he pulls out the pictures of his mom, which, again, through the whole seasons, we always go back in time to learn from our past. And he's just basically telling Dean, like, no matter what bad stuff, you know, we've gone through, 
you know, there's always family that brings us back together. And our mom is basically the cause that we even went on this trip to begin with. Because, yeah, his dad was a hunter. And, yeah, there's demons and stuff. But, uh, you know, Dean saw his mom get toasted in the ceiling. And then his brother saw his girlfriend get toasted in the ceiling. And that that led them both, you know, down this path that's just crazy and well it started well i mean they were kids when their mom got killed and john could have handled everything a lot differently um you know he could have been a lot more healthy (laughs) 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 about coping with the death of mary uh but instead you know not so much (laughs) i'm glad they got to go into the past and um show uh, on that about how they got together hooked up and everything Mary and him yeah uh, that was really cool and, and showing I, like you know, I love how that all I love the actor originated. that plays uh young John and yeah, he's awesome. slash Michael yeah um, they look awesome uh the way they, they they recast like some of the old like the young versions of themselves mm-hmm. awesome love yeah it. especially young Dean and young Sam like spot yeah. especially the young Sam kid. Like I'm like, yeah, I can totally see that dude that little kid growing up to yeah. look like Jared Padalecki. Like sure. yeah. But I liked how like you said, when they went back and they showed that, I really liked how they made it to where he the dad seemed a lot softer because like a lot of times John gets at least in the fandom was talked bad about because they said, you know, they allege that maybe he beat the kids, that he was an alcoholic, that all this stuff. Yeah. And you saw that, like, in the beginning when him and their mom got together, he was a nice guy. Like, yeah, he was a blue-collar guy, but he wasn't a bad guy. He was a nice yeah. guy. He loved her. He cared about yeah. her. He cared about the kids. He's ex-Marine. He's an ex-Marine, you know, and, yeah, maybe did he drink a little too much? Yeah, but, you know, who among us doesn't? So, you know, it's oh, yeah. like he wasn't this horrible person that I think. No, yeah, he's even naive. Even like when he was buying his baby, remember yeah, that? Yeah. Look how naive he was. Yeah. You know? So I mean, like I, I really like that to kind of juxtapose on top of how you saw him in season one because I, I love a, uh, I'm gonna mess his name up, Steen Morgan, something who played the dad in the first season. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I was pretty close. Uh. But, like, I love the way that he played the character. I think he was awesome playing the dad. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he was hard. So it was kind of nice to see a softer side of him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's funny because, like, we're going to – obviously, we're not going to spend as much time on each season, but we're going to gloss over the highlights. One well, we very want to take a break here pretty soon. Yeah. We, break into you part know what? Why don't, we, why don't we take a break? Uh, we'll say this is part one, and then we'll – come back as part two there's well no so there's, much. there's too much more there's we're, we're gonna like, keep this as w- there's this. 10 seasons yeah well so no we don't have to go into depth with no, all 10 no, seasons no, no. well i'm gonna break here I'll, I'll wait i'll wait we can probably the... do five seasons and five seasons okay. yeah. yeah let's just do that so let's continue on uh season three we if we're obviously gonna gloss over season this. three is where some shit starts season happening. three is also the introduction of ruby um who has uh, at the end of the first episode of season three where she comes in and he starts killing demons with his blade or whatever. Mm-hmm. The pig sticker. Yeah, exactly. And uh, awesome. I loved Ruby. See, the original Ruby in the original uh, Meg. Re- original Meg I loved. I loved the r- first introductions of these characters. The second Meg grew on me. It took a while. Yeah. but this it, Well, both of them. Uh, Meg 2.0 and Ruby 2.0 grew <laughs> on me <laughs> eventually. But at first, God, did I hate the new Meg. Oh my God! Yeah, is that the one who was near the end that was kind of 
trying to hook up with Cass and her face got all yeah. puffy. Yeah. yeah. She yeah. did get puffy, right? Well, she I, has, I heard a legend story on that. She has a, me- she that. Has yeah, a medical, she had a medical condition. condition that made her get puffy, but I was like, is that the... S- oh, yeah, I guess it is. And I felt bad once I found out what really happened. I was like, I'm an asshole. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, th- there's a great episode, and like I said, we're only going to gloss over, but in the second uh, episode of season three, you get introduced to very important characters later on, uh, Lisa and Ben, uh, who Dean becomes involved with uh, mm-hmm. as a family later yeah. on, and also the introduction for of four months. Yeah, for four months, <laughs> <laughs> and and also the introduction of the f- a new species of uh, monster, changelings. Changelings are very strange, and not the way you normally would look at changelings and other uh, lores and myths. Brandy, well, how would you describe a changeling to those listening at home? Ugly as sin. <laughs> <laughs> Ugly as homemade sin. Yeah. Creepy. Whoa. But what do they do when they when they uh, change into another body? What happens? Well, they they're ch- they disguise themselves as children and then they go suck the life force out of the parent of the child they're impersonating. Yeah, and the, but they leave like a pile of like flesh, Goo, right, and stuff. Don't no, they? you're talking about shapeshifters. Oh, is that what? Okay, shapeshifters. Okay, so. Brandy's Get such your shit right. She, she's son. here. She's on the episode oh. for like fact checking <laughs> and like and all that stuff. Okay, so I already got. Dude, I don't think Bobby I don't you think you appreciate just how far down the rabbit hole of su- supernatural I am. <laughs> Look, she w- reads ten hours of supernatural fan fiction a week, sir. Yeah, a, like, day. Get a, a, a day. A oh, day. <laughs> Dude, ten hours a week. No, ten hours a day. I be I get that done on a Monday. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I read a lot. I don't know if I read ten hours a day, but a good three, maybe two, three. Probably. Wow. On on like a busy day when I don't have a lot of time to do it, I'll probably read two or three hours. But if it's a slow day, all day, all day I'll read. Wow. Yeah. I. I would love to get some time soon to just start season one all over again and actually watch it straight on. Oh, that's so Bra- Brandy and I were, uh, we're, we're looking at some of the synopsis of three and a, a one that's a very important episode in season three is the, f- is the flashback episode. Uh, Cause there is about the holidays and Christmas and, y- and it reveals how, Dean got the amulet that he wears. And I thought that right. was a very special Which episode. I did not pay that much attention. So immediately after seeing that amulet uh, get de- get given to Dean as a child, and then like him saying that he'll never take it off, what do I immediately do? Back out, go to season one, episode one. Where's the amulet? And it's there. So I'm like, hey, <laughs> good on you, Eric Kripke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's and that's another thing. There's the little things that connect mm-hmm. all the seasons. You can go back like you did and see something that you might have missed, and it's, right. it's part of their life. It's part of their everything. Oh yeah. Whether now- it was a certain knife, whether it was a certain gun, whether it was a machete, whether it was a a certain address that they might visit over and over. You know. Yeah. Well, it's that past that brings back to the present, and those things make you feel like you're living with them. Yeah. I agree, and I, and I love the up. I love the continuity too, like that you you know people do go back and look and they see the things, and and they're they're very clever that way, especially the first five seasons. How perfect those first five seasons are, in my personal opinion. I think they're just best television you've s- I've seen in a long time. Uh, really great uh, show, uh, but the thing is, 
I feel like season three is such a great season because you're introduced to Ellen and and Joe. You're int- you get to see more of Bobby. You get to see Ruby. Like you get to well, see. Well, yeah, you really get to see Bobby being the father that they should have had. Exactly, and I I love it because the MacGuffin <laughs> in this season is the ticking time element where you know. Dean only has so many more days left to live, right? Like he has, yeah. At the start of, he has one year. He has one, one year, year yeah. that he. Well, he made the deal for one year at the end of season two. So when we go into season three, you know, like half that time's already up. And here's my second favorite, one of my top five episodes of the entire series is uh, episode eleven, uh, mystery fun spot. Uh, oh my god, dude! That episode I love that has episode. so. I remember that. That episode also we're introduced to another character, the trickster. Yeah. The trickster. No, we're not introduced no, like, to him. Uh, no, we'd seen him. We before. see him yeah. on I think season, season two, two yeah. where he's the janitor. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's where we first see. Yeah. Him okay. As a trickster, but we see him again. We at, see him again at, yeah. on the mystery spot episode, uh, with Asia playing over and over and over again. He's the moment. Yeah, and that's yeah. the thing is that episode started off like the really funny. Of the moment. <laughs> I have to change that now every time I listen to classic rock radio. If it comes on, I automatically change it because I think something bad's going to happen. So I'm like, yeah, that's fuck good. that. Good. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, uh, I'm changing it. Well, at least it was just Asia. Which later we find out that that's not really a trickster at all, isn't that? Isn't it's he an Ga- angel? Yeah, he's Archangel Gabriel. Yeah. There you go. Uh, which he's disguised himself. Um, as the trickster because he wanted he was tired of his family all the angels fighting right all the time so he left he- heaven and created a very elaborate cover story for himself as being loki uh you know the the, the trickster. trickster god so not the guy from the thor movies yeah no well, yeah well yeah well, well yeah, not different uh universe but yes same guy uh, same character and this episode is is very crucial especially where you really see sam uh, have to mourn because it was at the very end of the episode. Brandy uh, was it? Sam has to go. How many? How long? Like a year? Two years? Something no, like he that. went yeah. like he six w- months. Yeah, he went a long time with Dean dying. Well, okay, so so, so yeah, yeah, so he repeats Tuesday like a hundred different Tuesdays. Finally, the trickster shows up. He thinks that he's won. He thinks that he's finally won and uh, gotten past it and then wakes up on Wednesday and then Dean gets killed again. And then Dean and then Sam lives six months in this this trickster reality um, uh, going through everything and then finally catches up with the trickster one last time and uh, puts it back to, you know, Normal Wednesday all over again. But the problem I, is, is go ahead, Michael. I just want to say I, I really want to make sure I made a point that the best thing about the Supernatural series to me is the comedy aspect that they throw into all the yeah. Well, oh all my the god! But yeah. every once in a while, a little comic relief, you know, where you, you just thank God dog, because dog like yeah. Dean. I mean, like stuff like that, where you're yes. just like, I needed that, you know? Yeah, you did. It's like, God, I don't know if I want to watch another episode, man. Everything is so bad. Well, they had some of the best liners in that one because one of my favorites is Dean's. Like, how did I die yesterday? He's like, you got hit by a truck. He's like, was it awesome? He's like, no, you shit yourself. You peed yourself. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you <laughs> shit yourself. He's like, 
Of course I peed myself. Man gets hit by a truck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, that, the one the pig and the poke took him down the one day. He's like, oh, I have a pig and a poke. And it's like, he, uh, the Because I guess, like, some of the pig and the poke killed Showering. him. Showering. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I think it was shortly after that that they had uh, where he was singing the um, uh, Eye of the Tiger. Oh, as in the like truck. Oh, in the car. Oh, yeah. oh that's, I, that's Yellow Fever. Uh, is I, is I, that episode? I was on the ground. I couldn't. Oh, I know. I live through watching that. It that was, was hilarious. hilarious. What's great about that is again, uh, down the rabbit hole for me is like I read, you know, what actually happened with that, and um, uh, Jared missed his cue. He was supposed to walk by and like hit the car or something to get Jensen to, you know, like sit up or whatever. Uh, uh-huh. But he missed his cue. So then Jensen just kind of rolled, or he just kind of went with it, you know, and <laughs> ended up doing this whole thing. Which is the be- If anyone has not seen that, they need to go look that up on YouTube because it is to die for. It is. It's, it's fantastic. Netflix I love it. No, that's not. Part Netflix of the that's has. But do you have it at the end of the thing? Oh, I thought Net- maybe they had it at the end of the episode. You know how they do like a like a spoof? yeah like a I don't stinger know like yeah. in each episode sometimes I know stingers. that yeah. no they didn't Netflix I doesn't have it. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, I saw it. I'm pretty sure you can find it on YouTube now though. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's on YouTube oh, yeah. everywhere. It's like when everywhere. they did the what was that that shake thing that was viral for the a while? Harlem the Harlem shake. shake and they were yeah. all Harlem shaking around the uh, <laughs> the the baby that was hilarious. Yeah. Yes. One other thing before we end season three. Is we also get introduced to the Ghost Facers, which <laughs> Ghost Facers, <laughs> yeah, it's it's comic relief. I mean, just <laughs> so funny. Like we face the ghosts when the others will not. Yeah, it's the best. Ghost Facers. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> we stay in the kitchen when the kitchen gets hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. Uh, they're there for comic relief. Obviously, there's a couple episodes where they there's come back. There's a webisode spinoff thing that they did with Misha and the guys from the Ghost Facers that's rather hilarious. If nobody has seen that, check that out. That's on YouTube. Yeah, They did a lot of like little spinoff web series stuff. I got to say, CW puts a lot of... Yeah, that's infected. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mike was right last week when he's like, Hey, Johnny, you think that's infected? Like, yeah, that was really happening last week. So yeah. I'm pretty sure that's infected. Yeah. So. That's awful. Yeah, eh, it's not We're that We're looking bad. at like, an infection on Deuce's uh, calf muscle. I'm all right. Like, okay. dude. Like, I've been right. on supernatural on it. stuff going Yeah, on. I've, I've been rubbing <laughs> salve on it. So, dude, yeah. like, that thing looks gnarly. <laughs> yeah, I put some salve on it. It's all right. <laughs> Anyways, so... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you segue that. Uh, I, 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 he put his leg up, and I look over, and I see this, like, is, is eyeball at staring at me. Like, got pus coming out of it? Yeah. No, it's no, just... No, it's just... It's it's gross. It's just yucky. It's a very obviously infected scab. Oh, it's not that infected. It it's looks like right. the Sarlacc pit, you know, from Star Wars. Yeah. Or the t- like, <laughs> it looks like an eyeball staring at me. Yeah. yeah. It looks right. like that thing on the Necronomicon that look at you and be like... <laughs> Like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's been following Johnny around most of the night. Like when he gets up, it'll go and just follow him around. It look is at eyeball shape. Yeah, yeah, it is. That it's thing. eyeball. It'll stare at you. That's and if I, if I flex my calf muscle, it'll smile. You know. <laughs> um, All right. Well, that's great. Of Back course, it's a bit scab talk with Johnny and Deuce. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so of course, we end season three with 
Dean, Dean going to hell. Dean in hell. And that's oh, a that very was scary as balls. Because I watched that at the time I was working in the industry. I didn't get done with work until like 11 o'clock. And I was living with my parents. And I had two separate living rooms. Mm-hmm. So I had to watch my TV shows. I had a special headset that would get the TV. So I'm watching it in the dark with a headset on. And then you see Dean like stuck Suspended in hell Suspended from shame. Sam! And I was like. Uh, do I got Shane any Aqua th- Teen Hunger Force I can watch or something to like chill myself <laughs> out? Like I need, I need like, a filler, man. I can't go to bed metal yet. Metal hook yeah. through his side, one through the shoulder. Um, also, to note for the folks at home, this is also the year of the writer strike, so we only yeah. had sixteen episodes instead of a full season. Yeah, and that's one thing is when Brandy and I were, were watching the show, we got hooked. We were watching full seasons within like a week or two, right? So we were we we're just going through them fast, and we're like, this season's over already. I'm like, no, did we skip some? And, that, well, and no. then we're like, oh, wait, wait, that was the writer's strike year. Okay, yeah. that makes sense now. So, yeah, we only had 16 episodes. And of Do course, we know the background information on why that was? Why the writer's strike it, was happening? I didn't happening? know what caused it. I, a lot of companies. Hollywood uh, wasn't paying the writers shit for for doing anything. So the every single writer, well, I don't know if every single writer, but the writers union basically went on strike saying you know if you want us to entertain you you need to pay us uh, more okay cuz so. originally uh, when after the pilot and then the uh, they picked up the this the series right of supernatural yeah. um Kripke only made it for 3 seasons no, and he then made extended it for five. to 5 to 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 fill the story to complete it and then extended <laughs> beyond that after passing the mantle on so yeah. I was just curious Kripke if it had something to do with well that as and well, truly never ex- Kripke well uh, and truly never expected it to go past season 5. Like if right. you like you can watch it th- seasons 1 through 5 and it would have been a complete show at that, Most you know, definitely. the way that he ended it, but the fans spoke. They're like, "No, no, 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 no. We need more, you know." Oh, yeah. And so, you know, yeah, and of course, you know, season four, we're introduced to probably a fan favorite, uh, the Angel of the Lord, uh, Castiel. Jesus Christ! Ah. Oh my God! Yes, he's my a very fa- dynamic it, character. Cass is my favorite. Ca- it, like the act, it, uh, Misha Misha Collins is like my favorite actor in Hollywood, like ever. Like I know, like Jensen Ackles is very, very, very handsome. And I like him, too. I think he's a good person. But, oh, my God, Misha's just so awesomely weird and fantastic. I love that dude. Like, I'm a, I like, I'm like I want to, like, like, just sure. hang out with Misha Collins. He's really funny. He yeah. is. And I saw him post something on Facebook. I shared it with Michael. <laughs> he was in, was it France or Italy or somewhere over there? And there's this guy playing a little, uh, like, a little violin or something. Mm-hmm. And he comes over and starts singing. Yes. Some American music. And yes. the guy's like, okay, I guess I'll just go along. He's yes. like, yeah, I just, yeah. just photobombed his music. Like, what? Yes, Misha's known for doing strange things. He's really weird and funny. Well, my favorite part was seeing the wings on in the show. Like when oh. they yes. actually, especially like, when yeah. angels died and they got burned onto the ground. Yeah. No, As an artist, that was like. No other time. character in the entire series has an intro as badass as Cass gets. Like, oh, yeah. You've got the lights exploding and sparks yeah. flying, and the roof is gonna fly uh-huh. off the barn. And they spent the whole week's budget on that lightning one scene. Like and the yeah. whole effects budget for the week got spent on that scene. Lights <laughs> glowing, amazing yeah. is what that was. And yeah. like it's just like, bam! 
you know it's like god who is this guy and like you know dean stabs him with the demon knife and it does nothing they're shooting him full of you know shooting him with shotguns and it's nothing and like just like bobby tries to hit him with the crowbar and he doesn't even look at him he just blocks it and then like okay you're going to sleep now i'm just like okay this guy is badass like who this is, is this person yeah. And this is the second time and I'm the at least one in my lifetime that I've ever heard of angels tradition. being referred to as dicks. Yeah. And the other <laughs> way, and the other way I heard that was in Spawn. In Spawn, they they hate you know, angels are, are dicks. Right. And mm-hmm. It's the second time I've ever heard that. And um, so I thought it was great, the introduction of Cass, because he really sets the mold differently. You know, when he becomes, especially when he becomes human, mm-hmm. and he actually becomes emotional and loves pork rinds. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. Chicharrones. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> He's very fond of those, okay? I, yeah. I am, too. They're kind of- <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, which, it's cool, too, because, like, you also get to find out what powers angels have. And, like, you get introduced in, uh, in Season 4, Episode 3, in the beginning, where uh, Cass permits says, hey, Dean, you need to go back and uh, stop Azazel, right? And you, the killing, you know, killing his uh, parents or whatever. And so, like, you're from like, making uh, the deal with making the deal yeah and uh so y- say even Cass, as strong as he is goes i can only do this like once because it just drains Cass all of his abilities like it's not an easy thing you can do but it's also like wow angels can time travel that's cool mm-hmm. you learn a lot yeah. of cool things cool. about angels that's so. a good point yeah yeah so you bring them back we and watched you get- it and we're just kind of like yeah that's cool but i never really paid attention that you're right angels time traveling that is pretty badass yeah, <laughs> yeah. like all right that one check for cast cast is cool as hell <laughs> <laughs> but he's he is very dickish in the first couple of seasons that you know him he's very like by the book so to speak like he well that's because sure he he's still d- under heaven's thumb at that yeah. point so, so god goes m.i.a yeah the True. writer. Which, by the by the way, where's Jesus in all this? Like, they've got <laughs> angels and God, but, yeah. like, you never see Jesus. I don't think they even mentioned Jesus. Like, one time, I'm like, where is Jesus? Like, what's he doing? Is Remember? he chilling? Is he, well, like, you know, a Kokomo? Spiritually, spiritually well, they're all one. It's, yeah, 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 it's, it's the triune God. The spirit, uh, the, okay, okay. If, if you follow Christian doctrine, uh, yeah. God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, spirit are all one Just thing. Yeah. The Trinity, so to speak. The Holy Trinity. The writer of the Supernatural series. Always we like to, to think talk. he's in Kokomo having like drinks or something. Like he's in Kokomo having mojitos or something. <laughs> it's like, I'm sending well, this one out, kids. You figure it out. Now, <laughs> what's really cool about that is we get introduced to Chuck, who writes, you know, uh-huh. The supernatural books, which God, we get that right. awesome, you know, meta. The prophet, yeah. Yeah, the prophet, Chuck. Uh, it's never officially said by anybody. But they're basically, yeah, Chuck is God. We're not going to officially yeah. say Chuck is God, but right. Chuck is God. <laughs> well, he would be God because he would know everything. And he's like, it, it, it's almost like they always say that angels want to know what the humans are like. Mm-hmm. And if God was amongst the humans, why wouldn't he write stories? And he loves Sam and Dean. It's like his two yeah. little pawns of war amongst everything that's around them. Yeah. So why not write about it? When they find him in that episode, I think that's that might be one of my favorite episodes is yeah. when they get there and he has all these books written yeah. about them. And they're like, yeah. wait, what? That's, that's <laughs> only building up to my favorite episode, yeah. which is fan fiction. That's my favorite oh, episode. Oh, that's a great We'll episode. get into that one for sure. Uh, right. Of course. Of course. But, 
Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, like, each season has a MacGuffin, right? Something they're leading towards. And obviously this one, Cass pretty much says, hey, uh, they're trying to open up the seals, the 66 seals, in order to release uh, Lucifer, right? Because Lucifer... Once Lucifer's free, then it's over. Game over, right? So yeah. Like well, n- not once Lucifer's free. Well, yeah. I mean, yes, yeah. Lucifer getting free is a bad thing, but then Lucifer still has to get a vessel, and so does Michael, so they can fight the war, and they can't really uh-huh. fight each other without good vessels. So yep. there's yeah. that. And yeah. this is where we meet the little brother, right? The the MIA Adam. little brother that comes out of yes. the field. Yes, yeah. the uh, John's uh, Sam and Dean's half brother Adam. Yeah, Adam another Dean. Winchester that yeah. comes out of nowhere. Not for nothing, his character was kind of eh to me. I think like, it was like we've got to use somebody that's a Winchester to do this, so let's just make one up that we never talked about before. <laughs> and right. That, that literally, he's only in like three or four episodes. He's not yeah, in yeah, it that long. Like, three and, episodes. Yeah, and then they They're throw like, his ass in a pit, and we never see his ass again. So it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. fuck yeah. that kid. Yeah, it's like, yeah, okay, here we Where's are, like six, seven years later, and like, um, Adam is still down in the cage with Lucifer and Michael. Yep. We not doing anything about that? Nah, nope. just fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 He wasn't there to begin with anyway. Which, speaking of Lucifer, I that's one actor I, I hate. And I don't mean the actor is bad. I just mean, like, he plays a very hateable character. I really hated him during the I, show. Well, yeah. He, I love Lucifer. <laughs> Did you? I love the actor. We, I love the actor, Mar- I, I Mark Pellegrino. Um, Mark Pellegrino? Pellegrino, thank you. I love the actor and the stuff that he's done before, but I love the way that he portray- portrayed Lucifer. Um, yeah. I think it was uh, he he was funny in uh-huh. in some of the stuff that you see, but I mean he came off as like I don't know. I thought it was really good because when I envision not necessarily what Lucifer would look like, but when I envision what like a corporeal lucifer would act like i think it would be that you know this guy who's you know just is able to like just sweet talk you you know like right. convince conniving. you yeah just very exact, conniving exactly yeah yeah like and just like able to convince you that you know killing your brother or killing you know whatever is like oh yeah that totally makes sense you should totally do that why haven't you done that yet yeah. <laughs> you know and and that's that's totally what i imagine uh a walking on earth lucifer would be like what he would say you know if he had a, a physical voice uh to say things like that you know well so it's funny because I, i'm reading through the notes as you guys are talking too because like this is also the season where we realize that not all angels are on the same side. Like they have their own motives. Like Uriel, the the black uh, um, oh, yeah. angel, yeah. like he was all like, "Screw the Winchesters, I don't care." Like I'm, mud monkeys. Yeah, he was totally like, and that's he hates po- humans he because does. well, see, that's the thing. Okay, um, the whole reason that Lucifer got cast out of heaven is because. God wanted the angels to love humans more than they loved God. He wanted them to, you know, cherish the humans. Um, And several angels 
particularly Lucer, Lucifer, couldn't fathom doing that because a- human beings are inherently flawed, whereas angels are these, you know, quote-unquote perfect, you know, angelic beings. And so to love humans more than God uh, is kind of like a slap in the face to some of these angels. And so Uriel, we find out, you know, is not working for as what we think it is. I mean, he's he wants to encourage Armageddon because he wants, you know, the uh, Michael and Lucifer to battle it out. Now, he thinks Michael's <coughs> going to win. He's not necessarily on Lucifer's side, but he thinks Michael's going to win the fight and then it'll be, you know, paradise on earth. Heaven will be down on earth and angels will run the show and, you know, that whole thing. Yeah. But I love I love the fact that, you know, we have this this fandom that this show that we're all fans of and it's only in this fandom can you say things like I love Lucifer and not be <laughs> a crazy person. <laughs> and it's okay. It's like that this is the problem. Like I have to make sure that, you know, people know what I'm talking about because like can you imagine being a fly on the wall? And hearing these co- types of conversations and not knowing what supernatural is, you'd be like, oh my god, that girl is possessed. <laughs> I was just thinking about that. Yeah, my mom is like hardcore Christian oh, books, so man. if she ever heard this episode, she's probably going to like <laughs> crucify us all. So. <laughs> she's going to hit us with the Bible. Yes. So, of course, Lucifer emerges, right? That's the, the MacGuffin at the end of the season. Lucifer yeah. emerges. Sam, you done fucked up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, so of course season five, we find out, and like I said, I'm going through broad strokes here. Season five, we find out that there is Michael's sword is the only thing that can uh, kill Lucifer. Um, we're in season five? Okay. Yeah, we're in season five now. Um, okay. Yeah, we've kind of bounced around. Don't feel bad, brother. Yeah. I'm right there with yeah, you. We're, yeah, season <laughs> yeah, five? Okay. <laughs> yeah. And of course, this is, the, like we said earlier, this is the last of the Eric Kripke Stories, so yeah. to speak, story arcs that he uh, pretty much uh, um, m- the Kripke arc, the yeah. Kripke arc, essentially. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's funny. Kripke. Yeah, so like this is this is the season where it's like, all right, Lucifer's introduced. He's on screen all the time. Uh, he's a very <coughs> enigmatic character. Like he's just very polarizing. You want you want it like you stay on every word that he says. Like he doesn't yeah. just say stuff to say stuff. Like he has Which a purpose to everything he says. Kudos to both the writers of the show and the actor Mark. Pellegrino, because that's awesome. But, uh, yeah, season five. Season five is, it's it's funny. The the episode that messed with me a lot and that I go back and rewatch is the end, where Dean gets fast-forwarded in time to 2014. Oh my god! Yeah, that one, the feels, man. Oh yeah, because uh, Cass is supposed to be human, and Cass is human. Yeah. Cass is well, popping Adderall and having orgies. Well, Cass shit. isn't human. Yeah. Cass has just lost his grace. He's a graceless <laughs> angel. We yeah. got uh, that's kind of not because like he can still tell immediately that future Dean is future Dean. Yeah, like he knows that he's so like he's still got something going on, uh, but yeah, he he has no powers. Or anything, and like, yeah, Cass is like popping pills, smoking weed, having sex, orgies, and yeah, they're like going to the big battle. He's like, you want some of these? These are uppers. It'll you know get you going. And he like, <laughs> takes like Adderall, like they're fucking you know Eminem's. He's like, all yeah. right, let's do this. Mm-hmm. And he's carrying around like an M16 and submachine gun and shit. And you're like, what the fuck is this shit? 
So, <laughs> you're not ca- I wonder no. if that was Castro's Yeah, because they run into that building. Well, and yeah. It's him I mean, and, like, he's three got other guns. guys, and he's got, like, a, you know, a submachine gun, and you're like... Oh, Which, I mean, yeah. you get, and it fucks with you a lot, because then you get to see what happens to Dean in 2014. And, like, 2014 Dean is, like, a horrible, horrible person. Oh, and yeah. basically is sacrificing um, all of his comrades for the chance to get to uh, Sam Lucifer and uh, including Cass he sends them you know they're basically cannon fodder so he can get through to to Lucifer and then get, ends up getting killed anyway so <laughs> yeah and we're also introduced uh, in season five to probably to this day to even to the even even beginning of uh, season 11, no p- more powerful creature that we've seen in the entire show is Jesse, the uh, quote unquote antichrist, the half human, yeah. half demon, the the young kid. Like you remember that episode? Yeah, like it. Explain a little bit. Like they they run across this. Uh, well, they come across this. Well, s- strange things start happening. Uh, things like um, accidents in, in like a garage and all that stuff. No, like uh. Like the 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 joke shocker that you wear on you know the wind up shocker that you oh wear yeah. on your hand yeah well that actually like killed somebody and the reason and like <laughs> hairy palms <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> and it basically it's oh the all tooth fairy like actually takes <laughs> out people's teeth yeah whatever. yeah and stuff like that happens because um, this kid is told these things and basically makes them reality yeah. um, and then like. <coughs> Cass is like, you know, Cass gets turned into like a toy or something. But Cass is basically, he's all like, you know, you have to kill this child. He is the Antichrist. And Dean and Sam are like, no, we don't want to kill him because um, he's a kid and he doesn't mean to hurt anybody. And then uh, he, that's another like thing, thing that never really got explained. Like he disappeared. The kid right. left disappears yeah. and now we don't know where he went i assume he's still right. alive i mean no, no one on the on on the planet could even like he's the most powerful being known to this universe like even lucifer right. none of the angels no one could touch this kid like he to this point i don't i i would be surprised if we'd see him again like later. i'm, I'm, sure. Come back I'm now. sure they probably put that in their grab bag of stuff of like okay when we're bored we're gonna pull something out from this bag well since we are Past spoilers and stuff, yeah. and uh, this first episode of season eleven with the whole darkness, you know, yeah, not to yeah. jump, but darkness, antichrist. Hey, they might pull them back out. Babies with the mark of Cain tattooed on them. Oh yeah. my goodness! Please, what is I that? At the TV. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that like what what can fight this darkness thing yeah. that we've got going on in season eleven? So yeah, it'll be interesting be- to see what happens. Because we wanted to break up, break this now into two parts. First five yeah. seasons talked about. Well, we got We need to talk about how season five ends. Yeah. Well, you you get introduction to Crowley, which is uh, one of my favorite oh, characters. Thank you. I love Crowley. I'm sorry, Lucifer was an awesome character. Right, but Crowley is Crowley awesome. is Duh. great. I know he's 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 amazing. Mark Shepard also amazing actor. He just wants actor. a friend. Yeah. He just Please wants friend. a buddy. And you know what's funny is that Crowley, um, Aliester Crowley, is, uh, you know, witch in real life witchcraft and tarot cards and things like that. So when they use Crowley in the show, I immediately looked over and go, what? They've got who on there? 
Hello, boys. Hello, boys. <laughs> Hello, moose. Squirrel. Hello, moose. Moose, squirrel, wings. Now, it, it, t- <laughs> tell me this for somebody who is uninitiated. Who is Crowley, I guess, in the in the the world you're talking about? Because I had never heard of Crowley until the show, and oh, I thought yeah. they had just come up with that name. Real, real world, our real world. world. Yeah. Our world. In real world, Crowley is actually, um, it's his name's Aliester Crowley. And you can look him up. He's actually known for uh, witchcraft and partial Satanism. Which that's so probably why they chose that name. interesting that they would use Crowley as a name on the Supernatural show which for the Crowley's mother Hell. is a witch. So. Yeah. yeah. And he is son from a witch. So it does make, like, they really incorporated that. He wrote, he wrote a book too, right? Uh, Crowley has plenty of books. And he has his own tarot deck um, that he had painted by a special artist. can't remember her name right now. Um, and he, he's there known he's... pretty powerful in that realm. And he, is, in the he, is this person still alive, or is he not with us anymore? Or? No, I, I don't think he's with us anymore. No. Okay. I'll look it up. Okay, yeah, but I don't think passed. he's with us anymore. Oh, yes, sir. So what else do you want to say? So that was, um, that was cool. Yeah, I love I love that. Oh, and also, in, se- uh, in Season 5, Episode 8 was uh, Changing Channels, which I forgot to mention that. Oh, that was that's great. great that's that's yeah. another trickster episode. we were talking episode. about those comic relief episodes? That yeah. was so funny. Was that the one where... Uh, <laughs> Nutcracker! Yeah. There, there was all that, and then there was one where I think Sam was in an STD commercial. That's it, the yeah, same that's one. The same that's one. Changing God, Channels. God, that was yeah. hilarious. It was great, and that's when that's when Gabriel presents himself. You know, yeah, that's when I think that's when he broke that it down. That's that when an we angel. find yeah. out that he's actually Gabriel. Yeah, because Cass is like, no being should have this amount of power, not even a trickster. And then it's like, oh wait, no, an archangel could. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's just got these two chicks on the bench, and the and he's like, yep, <laughs> he's just chilling with them. That's me. <laughs> Gabriel was, yeah. Yeah. Um, we're just introduced every season. We are introduced by just amazing characters, and another one of my favorite characters, as ironic as this is, is Death. Like, oh my I love God. Death. I love Death. I know, right? <laughs> He's such an enigmatic. Uh, oh, character the food, as well. like oh, the food man. thing. Yeah, I love that. Stuff, like yeah. fried pickles, and he would go to Chicago to the one deep dish pizza place. Yeah, which isn't real, by the way, because I went to Chicago trying to find that place, and it does not exist. <laughs> so, just so you know. Well, because the main idea is that they're trying to go after the four horsemen's rings, right? Right. So, because they want to seal, they want to seal uh, Lucifer uh, in the hell, right? Uh, and so, right. This is season yes, five. Yes, yeah, so that's, that's season, season five, five story sorry. arc. Yeah. yeah. Sam. Yeah. And yeah, they have to they have to get all the all the four horsemen uh, get their get their rings, which you know Dean has to make the deal with Death to be Death for a day. Death for a day. Yeah. Um, Oh, which is a great episode. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It pulls the con- at the heartstrings, man. Yeah, it does. It's like, oh, you want to save a little girl, but, you know, if you don't save a little girl, then it creates a chain reaction of other people dying that, yeah. you know, so, yeah. It's a horrible it's butterfly effect. When it's your yeah, time. what's going to happen now, by the way? Yeah. Now that he's dead. Yeah, oh my I know. Gosh. What? <laughs> what is that? How do you kill death? How do you How? kill death? Well, yeah, who's going to take if, his job now? Well, if you, well, re- if you remember... In that episode, in season five, when they're talking about, you know, uh, summoning death to get him to give him the ring or whatever, they talk about how death, his scythe is the only weapon that can kill him. And so they try to get death's scythe. Um, and then death is all like, no, I'm 
way too badass for that and yeah. you know we're gonna do things this way yeah. <laughs> you know but yeah, yeah he, um oh he's such a great character though oh, i, I love so every time yeah. he's ever introduced he's just so like every time every episode that johnny and i watched from then on out when we saw death we're all like yay, yay death. Death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's just so like charming and like you just want to like every word you know you just want to He's just so eloquent the like way he I speaks. Just want, yeah, like, I would just, like, hang out and, like, just listen to him read something, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'd want to hear, like, his top ten best list, like, favorite foods. Like, <laughs> I yeah, really like these yeah. tacos. This is the best deep dish. By yeah. the way, this place has the best fried pickles. Like, I'd love to hear his, like, hey, this is my it, version of diners, drive-ins, and death's dives, you know? Yeah, basically. You can, you can make a reality I'd, I'd TV watch show, that show. I would watch the shit out of that show. <laughs> That's so you know you have a following. Yeah. <laughs> He's got like 5 billion followers on Twitter. No. Um, <laughs> Guy Fury, watch out. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe Guy Fury is deaf, then we don't know it. <laughs> That's <laughs> that, 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 that he's been doing it to us this whole time. Oh, Damn man. you tiners, drivings, and dabs. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh jeez. Oh. So like So yeah, you go through all of that stuff, all of season five, you get to see death and all that, and then, you know, the end of the se- end of the season, you know, they finally get all the rings and Sam says yes. To Lucifer and damn near uh, Lucifer damn near kills Dean. Um, he explodes Cass. He breaks Bobby's neck, um, and then Sam finally gets control over him because of the car, baby. You know he catches oh, his baby. reflection in the car and remembers all the history of that car, um, and then Sam is able to get control of Lucifer for long enough to. Throw himself in the cage. Yep. And so, real quick before we move on, which season was it that Dean rebuilt the car? That four, I think. Three or four. No. Well, he rebuilds the car after season. No, after uh, season two, after when it season got crushed. Two, when it after gets, the right, semi hits him, because he's at Bobby's. Yeah, th- yeah, yeah. It's in yeah. season three that he's rebuilding yeah. the car. Yeah. Which is interesting because, but the pre-show, I don't think we said it in the show yet. Though I was telling you about how many Impalas they bought when oh, they were doing the so show. Many. Because which you get to see bought. quite a few yeah. of them in the in the um, uh, the French Mistake episode. You could see. Yeah, but tell us that story, bro. Tell us that story. I've yeah, never yeah. heard yeah. that story all, before. They, awesome. they went around and scoured America for all the Impalas they could find of that year, so that they could have them as backup. And they have a, a, I don't know where I saw this, I wish I could remember, but they showed the lot where there's like all these Impalas. Some of them have cracked windows, some of them don't. And when they need like for every episode, like when they smashed a window or something, okay, that's that Impala. So they put that one off to the side and use the new Impala every time. And so Mm -hmm. like when one doesn't work, they just get another Impala and use that one. So it's freaking crazy to see that there's like all these babies in the parking lot and they all (laughs) look different. Some's got dings, some's don't. So uh, I thought that was really cool. That's Except awesome. for the first one. Except for the first one. Because I saw it on Facebook that uh, yeah, the very Jensen first... posted the first one is still in the same condition when it got hit by that demon from Azazel that was, you know, yeah. his yeah. part of his crew that tried to kill them at the yeah. end of season one. Yeah. At, and yeah. that one is still in the same horrible condition after 10 yeah, they year. Yeah, they totaled that, that one. I think that one actually is at the same warehouse with the other ones, and I don't know if you know this, allegedly, the warehouse is called the retirement plan, 
So they could just sell them all once the show goes <laughs> off the air. They're just going to auction them all off. And that's how they're all Dude. getting their back end money. Like each they person. Sure is, will. Yeah, Think exactly. Man, they bought yeah. all the Impalas out from America. So yeah. now people are like, I need that Impala. I can't oh, yes. find it. And they're like, oh, we got the only ones. You're right. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Once they finally, once the show finally does its final swan song, that'll be the retirement. Like, all right, we're going to sell all these Impalas and we'll split it up between all the main actors and writers. <laughs> you know and what? That's how we get our back end money. There's probably a waiting list for them already. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I bet There's there probably, is. Like, yeah. People signed up already, have their name on a list with whatever is the price for them. That one's mine. Oh, yeah. Well, see, and that was the funniest thing because my dad is a big old car buff, and we go to these old car shows all the time. Mm-hmm. And about season three or four, you started seeing the Impala show up. Like, I'd never seen one at one of these old car shows, and about season three or four, you would see him, yep. and you could always tell because the guy that was driving him was totally a Supernatural fan, usually a guy oh, yeah. in his 30s, maybe early 40s, like yep. not the typical, you know, 60, 70-year-old old car guy. Do you know how much I would geek out if I went to a classic car show and there was a 67 Impala there? Well, and there then was... you open up the trunk and it's got the devil's trap and shit in it. I would lose <laughs> I my shit. I saw one. I oh saw one at God. an old car show. And like oh I said, the God. guy was probably, I want to say about our age, like er, mid-30s. And he had it decked out. Like, he didn't show like everybody, but I was like, dude, you, you got this because you're a Supernatural fan. He's like, I want to show you something. And he goes and he pops a trunk and he's got like the pentagram and shit in there. Oh and he's God. got all the fake weapons and stuff. But he just didn't oh, want to wow. show it to everybody because no, like, people it, would freak out if they yeah. saw this yeah, shit. Yeah, but he's yeah. like, you're oh, a yeah. fan. You'll get it. And he had it like exactly <laughs> mocked up like theirs. And it had the fake That's thing awesome. in the back where he could lift it up and like all the stuff was down there. Right. And yeah. he yeah. was like, yeah. The, the false bottom. Yeah. Yeah, he said, I've gotten pulled over twice, and it's been a bitch getting out of it. And I was like, yeah, I bet it was, buddy. I bet it was. <laughs> like, you better, he like, just carry a DVD show. player of the episode. Yeah, like, I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, this is what this is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the, what do you call it, the filler for the show. I, I got to get there. You know, yeah, I'm yeah. on my way. You ever wonder about that? I think this is the first time we actually heard this was in season 10. They finally talk about how they get their money because you ever wonder about like uh, where they get their money from and how they work around it. And they, he says that uh, Sam, when he was teaching um, no, they, about they, how to, to hack credit cards. That that's no, how they, we, no, you see that. You see that in um, so like season, season one. You see that when they're talking about the fake credit cards, because uh, the, they're paying for the hotel room when they're following John's trail because John's not there. And okay. they go to, um, it's the episode with the woman in white. So it's very early on, season one. Um, I think what Michael's talking about is that when uh, Castile's daughter, well. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, know, I know that they talk, They revisit it, but the first yeah. time it's introduced is in season one, one of the first episodes of season one with the, with the lady in white. Um, and they're going to the hotel room, and uh, he pays for with a credit. Uh, the, uh, Sam and Dean even have a conversation about. Uh, Sam's like, "You're still running credit card scams, huh?" It's in season one. Go back oh, and watch okay. it. Mm-hmm. It's it's like it was a good recap though for yeah season for 10, people that forget. Also, for yeah. uh, me, I'm just like. Also, I'm Hustling sorry. Pool. Yeah, they, get, they get money from Hustling Pool, too. Well, see, that was a funny thing, because I bought all the role-playing books for the Supernatural role-playing game, and there was, like, a whole chapter in there about how do your characters get money, and it was basically, like, credit card scams and Hustling Pool and poker. 
and I was like, yes. oh, okay. Well, well then they my said RPG characters can get their their money from you know credit yeah. card scams and hustle and pool, and so they're like, your characters have a little money, but they don't have much money because this is yeah, how they right. get it. So, right. And I always wondered about how they're on. You know, in our real world, like the FBI would not put up with that crap with them showing up <laughs> to all the places, and you know, they'd right. be shut down real quick. Yeah. You know? yeah. But, uh, yeah, because he, he was just talking about when he got pulled, the guy got pulled over with the Impala, like, you know, and the cop trying to give him crap about the trunk with all that. Like, mm -hmm. imagine them if they've ever gotten pulled over or right. dealing with all that. I mean, that's crazy. In our real world, that would suck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And speaking of dealing all, with all that, we've got a lot more to deal with. So we're going to break this and call this part one of our Supernatural Super Show, episode one. And we'll be back with episode number two. Yep. Episode number two, we'll, we'll recap uh, seasons uh, six through... 10. 10 talking about beginning of 11. So uh, we're on the internet, Deuce. How we do you are on find internet. us? You, people can find us on the Twitter machine at HH Podcast Show. Also, you can drop us a line at HH Podcast Show at gmail.com. Send us all your fan mail. We're going to be doing a, 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 a mailbag episode pretty soon. If there's any questions you want to send us for that, feel free. And of course, when you're on the Twitter machine, there's not one, there's not two, but there's three hashtags you need to put in the Twitter machine. Hashtag Happy Hour Podcast, hashtag HH Podcast Show, and hashtag Deuces on the Loose. Later. See ya. <laughs>